We hear the term primary care physician or PCP. So what does that exactly mean and why do you need a PCP and what is their main function? Well, let's find out with Dr. Elizabeth Lowe, Medical Director of Primary Care Physicians at Marin Health. This is The Healing Podcast from Marin Health. I'm Bill Klaproth. Dr. Lowe, thank you so much for your time. So let's start here. Can you explain to us exactly what is a primary care physician or a PCP? Primary care physician is just like the word suggests. It's the first person you would approach if you're obtaining health care, usually. It's the first line of defense and the first person you should ask with any general medical question, be it pediatrician or adults. Okay, so a primary care physician then is also what we would call a family doctor? Exactly. More of an antiquated term is the family doctor. Now we separate it into categories. An internist is general internal medicine, usually age 18 and over. A family practitioner will span that whole age range from birth to death. A pediatrician is anybody from birth to age 18. And then ob is usually lumped in with primary care because a lot of women of childbearing age tend to see their ob for most of their routine healthcare things related to that age group. So then why do people need a PCP, if they have the ability from their insurance carrier to self-refer, what does a PCP do for someone? PCP, because they are that first line into the field of medicine, is usually the primary place people should start if they're seeking medical care rather than going immediately to a specialist or a subspecialist. Generally speaking, a primary care doctor can answer a lot of the questions or begin to solve a lot of the initial problems. And then they can determine if you need to be referred to a specialist or a subspecialist. And most insurances tend to frown upon direct referral. It depends a lot of times on someone's insurance. So if you have an HMO plan, you would be obligated to start with your primary care doctor for that then secondary referral. Whereas a PPO would refer themselves directly to a specialist, but most of the time you overutilize a specialist if you refer directly. So during COVID-19, it seems like we're hearing a lot of, call your physician if you have symptoms. So it feels like now more than ever, it is important to get a primary care physician. Is that right? Correct. The primary care physicians have really been the quote-unquote frontline workers outside of the hospital. They have been the ones in charge of having the up-to-date information for who should obtain testing, how it should be managed, and any advice given because the literature is constantly changing. That is the responsibility of the primary care doctor to have the latest information. So the CDC says that 6 out of 10 adults in the U.S. have a chronic disease and 4 out of 10 adults have two chronic diseases. So it sounds like a PCP can help someone avoid being one of those statistics, especially if the PCP is the initial problem solver. Is that correct? That is correct. The primary care provider is often the screener. We're screening for any potential medical problems. So we are screening for high blood pressure. We're screening for diabetes. We're screening for colon cancer. We're screening for breast cancer or cervical cancer. Because we have made that diagnosis, it then becomes the responsibility of the subspecialist to then help treat those problems. But we ideally like to catch them very early so that we can either institute lifestyle changes and exercise and diet in addition to 
any sort of medication therapy. And then we will, if it becomes more complicated, then we refer to a subspecialist. But for the most part, most diseases, if they are caught early, can be managed prior to seeing a subspecialist. So it sounds like a PCP really covers a lot of ground. Can you tell us what types of things a PCP can do for a patient? A PCP can help co-manage any chronic disease along with their subspecialist. A lot of times we communicate back and forth and we will co-manage a variety of illnesses. PCPs also maintain any sort of routine wellness exam, ensuring that we are keeping our patients as healthy as possible according to their age group and recommendations. At routine health visits, we are monitoring vital signs with the hopes of catching early heart disease, early high blood pressure, early signs of diabetes, or any other infection or disease. We do preventive care, including immunizations, both of the pediatric population as well as the adult population. The pediatrician is also monitoring closely the development of a child and will intervene early if the child is not meeting those developmental expectations. We are always taking family history, taking a social history, making sure that the patient doesn't have any increased risk for a disease based on family history or that their lifestyle or habits are not um, compatible with healthy living. We are usually the single point of contact for a patient's full medication list. Most subspecialists are going to be just looking at the medications they prescribe. We are usually and frequently tasked with trying to pare down a medication or make sure there's not an interaction or make sure that we're not doubling up on a medication because the subspecialist hasn't had access to the complete medication list or hasn't been speaking with other subspecialists. So lots of times we are that single point of contact for, as we say, polypharmacy, multi-medications. And then we also refer to specialists as needed based on a particular complaint or newly diagnosed disease. So if you're wondering why you need a PCP, there you go. <laughs> what what a list. Oh my goodness. So that should convince you and explain to you why you need a PCP. Okay, so now that we've done that, Dr. Lowe, what should be considered when selecting a primary care physician? If you think of the primary care physician as the quote-unquote quarterback on your team, you have to decide what approach to your health care you like to take. So I recommend either referral from a friend or from a trusted family member or maybe your specialist as far as who they might recommend for you because someone who knows you well might be able to pair you with a provider who will be a match because a primary care relationship can be a very long-term relationship. In my practice, I have patients age 13 to 105. So some people will state a preference such as gender. Obviously, you'd want to know if someone speaks another language. If you have another language that's your first language, usually that is made readily available, whether or not a provider speaks a second language. For a lot of people, especially the elderly, I recommend having a provider who is close by because if you need to get out to see your doctor, it's always much nicer to have someone who's close by. I live across the Golden Gate Bridge and frequently some of my patients are in the city traveling to San Francisco and they will then decide to stay here in Marin County to find a provider because it's much easier than crossing a bridge. 
And also accessibility, whether or not providers are taking new patients, because sometimes that's difficult to find a provider based on an area uh, who is currently accepting new patients. These days with COVID-19, I would be querying whether or not the physician uses email or the phone or a telehealth visit, which is now more important than ever. And some will look at hospital affiliations. Most physicians are affiliated with a hospital, but not obligated to admit their patients to a hospital. Most primary care doctors now also use what's called a hospitalist, which is a predominantly hospital-based physician who would care for their patients when they're in the hospital. Not all, but most do now. And then obviously anyone who is contracted with your health insurance. Okay. Well, that makes sense. I love how you said that. Uh, You're looking for the quarterback of your health. Mm -hmm. That's a great way to put it. So I hope you're able to find your Joe Montana or your Steve (laughs) Young or... Or even your Jimmy Garoppolo. Exactly. And then last question, Dr. Lowen, thank you so much for your time. Where can you find a list of physicians to select from? So I recommend starting with your health insurance plan, but a lot of plans don't always keep up to date with physicians who are currently enrolled in their plan or participating physicians. So my first thought would be to based on name recognition, if you're looking for a particular provider to look them up online. Or here at Marin Health, we have started a physician referral single point of contact hotline where you can call and be paired with a number of primary care physicians who are currently accepting new patients. And that will hopefully streamline that process so that you don't have to make multiple phone calls to find a primary care provider. Yeah, the Marin Health online tool is very useful where you can sort from affiliated physicians. And this, too, has been very useful. Thank you so much for your time, Dr. Lowe. You're so welcome. That's Dr. Elizabeth Lowe. And for more information, please visit mymarinhealth.org. And if you found this podcast helpful, please share it on your social channels and check out the full podcast library for topics of interest to you. This is The Healing Podcast brought to you by Marin Health. I'm Bill Klaproth. Thanks for listening.